<clears throat> okay. Let me turn the volume down over here. Ba 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 da. Good night, do Bob. Wait for it. There we go. Oh look, look at that. I look dumb with only my, one of my headphones on. Let's do that. Yep. That's good. Excellent. Why is it so dark? Oh. Ding. And- and you got crafty looking evil in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I didn't want to do that. I don't want to make him evil. Evil. There we go. Let there be light. I Server have blue. tweeted. You've tweeted? Tweet, tweet. And now yeah. I'll FB Facebooked. Man, I've had a... Hey, look. I've had a... What'd the Lucio Nalls arcade is on. Okay. The Lucio Nall and Mr. Peabody. Yes. Mr. Peabody. You don't like coconuts. Oh. Yeah. Well, people mm-hmm. are probably like, where's, what's going on with this show? The show is so tardy. It's always so tardy. We're not tardy. It's seven sixteen. <laughs> what? It's it's Mulan on time. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Seven seventeen. We have three people watching, which I think is includes me. I don't, I don't know. I'll get out of it. I'm not posting on Clove today. Oh, there was some drama on Clove. Really? Who got fired this week? People get fired on Claw because I would love to be into that. Somebody could just get me into that one. That was that'd be great. Well, but, uh, get fired from Claw. Dan Sullivan. No, he got kicked out of there a couple times. Who? Fizzgig. <laughs> Fizzgig. Oh, isn't he still out of there? I don't know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No, not. I bet, I bet Aaron hates this picture I have of him up here. Which? Oh, oh, I took. We can't see it, but it's it's the one where he's just yeah <laughs> frozen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's thinking. Um, yeah, I was on Clove and I was I was posting, and I think my initial post it didn't have enough information, and then people started to get bitchy, bitchy, and, um, bitch. Well, really, one guy, oh. and I tried to do everything to like acquiesce, and he's like, "You're a fucking liar." And I was like, "What the hell, dude? What is what? wrong with you, man?" And 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 that, oh, he's like, I hate people who lie and who mislead people. And I'm like, yeah, that's not me. So, I mean, ha- have you just not heard of me or something? Like, what the fuck? I'm sorry uh, if anybody's uh, kids are listening. But <laughs> sorry about that. JFC, dude. Mm-hmm. <sighs> ah. And then I, I asked Tombo to look, and then he made everybody shut up, and it was awesome. Like, that <laughs> never happens. <laughs> like, T- Tombo's one of the moderators of this uh, forum yeah. we're all on. Don't forget Drewster. We gave him a... Drewster a, helps? A, dr- a drunken ride from uh, Grinker's yes. from Grinkers to the hotel. I remember um, you recognized Drewster, and so we pulled up t- at the red light, and we go, Hey, Drewster! And yeah. he's like, who the hell is No, no, no. We, I called his YouTube handle. No. That? Did you? Yeah, and he was like, whoa. Like, I got recognized in the streets. But wait, what, what's his YouTube handle again? I can't remember. It's something. The something uh, Drew, Drew or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he liked that. <laughs> yeah. He wouldn't have probably made it back. They would have probably pulled him over. He was weaveling and wobbling. He was wobbling a little bit. Yeah. Brian, Brian Frober is asking if JFC is a KFC knockoff. 
James. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Jeb- Christ. Jeb- <laughs> <laughs> That's not. Oh, we're gonna have a great. A we're gonna have a great show tonight. Brian's not here. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Yeah, the, the, that fucker's on a Hawaiian vacation. Nice. So we all wish Brian well on his Hawaiian vacation. All right, Brian. Have, Mahalo. 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 Hang loose. Hang loose, Brian. That's all. This is the thing they do, right? I think so. Every time you go to Hawaii, they teach you how like to eat a pig that's been dead in a hole, and then also to say hang loose <laughs> like this. <laughs> to eat a pig that's you don't you know, listen first of all you don't have to be taught to eat pig from a hole you got to be talked into it <laughs> hey we buried this pig and you're like um it's not even her. buried anymore we pulled it back up <laughs> now eat it <laughs> like no it's delicious it's Kaloa pork man oh man oh it's the best it's on keto you can do it sure i i fell off keto <laughs> so long ago yeah i'm like back to where i started basically so. <laughs> nice Mm-hmm. This is that, my Back to the Future, the musical t-shirt. I don't know if you oh, can that's beautiful. tell. It's nice. What's funny is that I had no recollection of us purchasing the swag that we bought. I just mm-hmm. suddenly, like, when we, when we got here, I was unpacking, and I'm like, oh, man, mugs and a shirt and this? Like, who gave us this? And my wife's like, we bought it. And I'm like, oh, man, two bottles of wine. Mm. They basically let you take – is this normal, like, at Broadway where they – you buy the bottle of wine, you can bring it back to your seat and pour it out. Because I don't think that's... The symphony's not like that here. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Aaron Sanders, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. It's good to have you on. We haven't talked to you in about a year or so. Yeah, Maybe right. even more than that. On this yeah. show. Keto Burrito. Uh-huh. Chatters, Keto Burrito. Chatters are getting lit up right now. You know, Grease the, Ball, I, the I Moonwalker is available. I will give you a $10 discount, bitch. I mean, uh, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I love Moonwalker. It's such a great... uh, Well, so Aaron just informed me that I've been doing it wrong, that you can't test a uh, Moonwalker into a regular JAMA heart. Tell me exactly. I think there might be two versions of the Moonwalker. One Uh one was a JAMA and one was uh, the... System 16 pin out. Right. If it was a System 16 pin out and you hook it into a regular JAMA, it shouldn't power up correctly. I had that with a Fantasy Fantasy Zone board. A guy just gave me because he was like, it doesn't work. And then I hooked it up to my, my Sega 16 converter or whatever and fired right up. I was like, it works fine. I was like, <laughs> I, I was like how'd you hook it up? He goes, I put it in my JAMA cabin. I was like, okay. <laughs> and, I, and that's really weird. Like, I thought that this... Okay, I thought this was making weird noises. <laughs> I thought that this uh, switcher harness was no good. Actually, it had, I found out later, a piece of styrofoam inside of one of the connectors. So so it had multiple problems. I, I didn't know how to check my moonwalker, and then there was styrofoam in this. Which, by the way, I did not know there was styrofoam in it until today, because I was like, why didn't this work? Good times! Let me tell you why it didn't work. I am Captain Picard of the Starship Decrepit. Have you been watching? I have. Nice. I'm not caught up, though. I'm only on episode five. Yeah, I haven't seen today's episode, so we're talking about Star Trek Picard, everybody. CBS Yep. online or whatever it's called. Gemma, CBS Gemma, Access. Gemma. 
Yeah, right. it's totally, totally rad. Hey, Natropolis, welcome to the show. Greaseball, welcome. welcome to the show. Delusional, welcome to the show. Randall, welcome to the show. Brian Frober, welcome to the show. Mr. Peabody, welcome to the show. Nice. Should I keep doing that? I hey, mean, you ran out of people. We so. Oh, crap. Yeah. Yeah. We should probably do. Oh, oh. It's not. Oh, it's past seven twenty-three. We should. Oh, we should. Hmm. Yeah. I forgot. Okay. So ready for the intro? Okay. Ready. All right. Yeah. Yes. Live from KOYR Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota. This is Arcade Radio. <laughs> Computer reporting. Intruder alert, Welcome to Season 4, Episode 11 of the Arcade Radio Podcast. Today is Thursday, March 5th, 2020. That's in the future. And the time is approximately now 7.25 p.m. Central. Thanks for joining us in the Arcadosphere. This is your host, Adam Stevington Jr. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mark Timerner Shields. And sitting in for our usual co-host, Brian, is rock star arcader and actual Texas cowboy. Please give it up for Aaron Arcade Archaeology Sanders. Sanders at the Metronome. And joining us later tonight, we're doubling down on our um errands because we have with us for his third appearance on the show, none other than the creator of his own line of test pattern generators, frequently updated FPGA-based arcade PCBs known as the BitKit. Ladies and gentlemen, we will introduce to you later Mr. Crafty Mac. So welcome to the show, guys. Hey! How's it going, Adam? Aaron! Stevenson Long time no <laughs> see! I haven't seen you since, like, October. Right? Yeah, it's been yeah, like a half a year now, right? Uh, yep. I miss October. Don't you? Yeah. I'm looking forward October to October is right great. Now. They have a lot of beer during the October. It's nice. It's true. Oh god, that now I just want to go to Grinkfest or Grinkers. Actually, you know, we should have our own fest. What if we had our arcade radio fest someplace? Arc arcade radio fest. Arcade fest. I can't think of a better name. <laughs> arcade fest. Where are we going to do it? Beercade Fest? Oh, we can't do that. We'll get sued, right? Beercade. The double R Fest. Barcade. No, Beercade we can do. Barcade we can't. Oh. Beercade Radio. I think I own that domain, actually. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, we bought that like three years ago. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not joking. I think I actually owed Beercade Radio. Uh, and that, and Starcade Radio, you know, because why nice. the hell not, right? Gotta love that. Hey, what are you working on, Mark? 
Let me look at my notes here. Well, I just finished my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle repro. I mean, not repro. Re- Restore. Restore. I, I started off with an R. This is strong beer. <clears throat> and um, I put on green tea molding. I think it looks pretty pretty hot, actually. And uh, pretty happy with that. I bought a working six-player X-Men PCB, which are very rare, I guess. I don't know. Have if you Bri- ever if, found? If Brian was so, here, he'd say you have two of them. He does. Although Aaron has one and his board doesn't work. Mm-hmm. He usually borrows a working board from Brian. <laughs> I bought it because I saw a good deal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, i got to buy it right now. And so uh, I know Aaron needs one. So I feel like it's trader trade bait. Who's that little man? It's definitely trade bait. Is that trade bait Sam, the, <laughs> the fireman? No, I don't know. <laughs> That's weird. Oh, it's an Ewok? Okay. <laughs> What's happening? Um, right. Uh, I, need to, I need to get my elevator action, one of them at least, from the garage finished. It just needs... Hey, I love that. I love that movie. Oh, yeah. I made Aaron actually watch it. It was like Black... The Black Hole. The Black Hole, right. Sounds like a porno. Oh, yeah. I'm old Bob, and I'm, I'm on that show. I'm old Bob. And... <laughs> See, I got to finish painting my house, and I got a landscape, but uh, it's not very boring. That is boring, actually. Oh, yeah, I know that that one. <laughs> Who can forget his lips? That's what she said. <laughs> what is happening here? Where, where's my car? I, oh, you know, Stuart, I, who's that? I don't know. I have a bunch of loose action figures. I used to have them at work <laughs> out in the open, yeah. and then my uh, coworkers would make them all have sex, well. and uh, I had to, like, put them away. So. Sounds like you work with some pretty cool people. Yeah, they were great. As a matter of fact, I bought, I had, I ordered keys to lock them, mm-hmm. and my coworkers are such adept jackasses <laughs> that they took the extra copy of the key when I got the keys delivered, and I did not know this. So I thought, who's, how are they getting in? You know, and then they thought it was hilarious. Uh. Aaron Galswick. Stop making jokes. <laughs> he got mad at me once uh, because I don't like voicemail. I'm like, could you just send me an email or text me? Don't leave me a voicemail. A voicemail is like it's freaking 1975. And he got mad. He's like, you're grown up. You need to listen to your voicemail and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, well, you don't need to let my action figures have sex with each other, okay? So shut up. <laughs> and that's all I'm up to. <laughs> Okay, I'm done playing with my figures. Good. <laughs> so that's awesome. Aaron, what are you doing? So I, I think the coolest thing I got going on right now, so Brian Colin, the uh, the artist that you guys have had on a couple times that did Rampage and Dissotron and some of those other cool games, he's actually drawing me a company logo right now for, for Arcadeology, so we're, we're kind of doing some back and forth on some revisions and stuff. Uh, he's supposed to do a full color version this weekend, so looking to, looking forward to that. So that should, that's that was pretty cool. I was trying not to nerd out too hard, but uh, he's been great to work with. He's got a great eye, and, and he knows what he's doing. So that's really cool. So I'm working on a uh, X-Men four-player machine uh-huh. right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I was battling with a K7000 for like a week and a half. I probably spent like eight hours on it, and I think six of those hours uh, my now girlfriend was sitting in the oh, warehouse no. with me waiting while I was working on this. So she's like, 
we wasted six hours and you got nothing accomplished. So I'm like, well, that's how it goes. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you did get closer to the finish line. You just didn't see it. So. Right, exactly. Hey, ha- Hannah. I don't know hey, if you're, yeah, you're there. I think she's watching. Um, I need to trade. I need to get that six-player board from Mark. So What will he trade? I don't know yet. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, you got that? I was like, and you know that uh, Brian has two of my PCBs he's trying to repair? I was like, thanks, Mark. No, but uh, we'll figure that out later. Uh, some other stuff, like anytime I see something that I don't need, it pops up. Like I bought a Bucky O'Hare NOS CPO. I'm kind of on a Konami kick right now. So once I'm done with the uh, X-Men, I got a Simpsons I'm looking to restore. I have a Did blaster they- thermal I need to pick up in another state. I'm going to do a road trip and oh go pick God. it up. And I think I owe you some dartboard stuff, Adam, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, dude, hang loose. Yeah. But yeah, I could go on, but that's kind of the kind of the top stuff. Sweet, nice. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, there's been some changes here at uh, Chateau Coya, Coye, yes, Coye, however you pronounce my name. Stibbingson. Stibbingson Tritagen. My name is Adam Lasjustikstevdavan. Thank you for listening. So, uh, uh, yeah. So my house uh, suddenly is more empty than it was. And while mm-hmm. while it is uh, somewhat sad, uh, there it's actually very sad and also very happy and sad at the same time. But uh, I have a lot more room, so I have a twenty four hundred square foot rambler, and I've taken a video of the basement before, so you guys have seen that, right? But uh, I'm adding two uh, arcade rooms to the basement. Oh man! So I I brought in five games: uh, Super Pac Man uh, Cocktail. Uh, my my restored Pac-Man that was featured at the Mall of American played by Billy Mitchell, and then uh, my two centipede and millipede machines. The peds have moved in. Uh, let's see, that's four, right? And I'm missing one. Yes, I'm missing one. I brought another Did you say one. Journey. In. Well, Journey's yeah, Journey's inside Journey's being there. worked on. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, because it's cold. Uh, How cold is it? It's, 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 it's colder than a witch's tea, man. It's, it's cold. Isn't it almost summer? What? Yeah. Well, What's today it was summer in the morning, and then it, in the afternoon it turned winter. That's how it was oh. here. You know, you remember, right? Yeah. You know, 180 degree, you know. Difference. Temperature. temperature. <laughs> yeah, it's just awful. So, um, God, what am I missing? Oh, yeah. Donkey Kong Jr. came in. Oh. So I'm making kind of a Nintendo room. I've got a, a Popeye, a DK, a DK Jr., and then I have a Mario Brothers wide body that I'm going to work on in the spring. Uh, it just needs some monitor work. Otherwise, it runs. And uh, so that bad boy is going to come in, and I'm going to have, like, a legit Nintendo room. I think it'll be fun. So Nice. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. And then also, one of the things I'm working on is... Uh, 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 one of the upstairs rooms I'm turning into a console room. Oh, so uh, I, I I bought a uh, I didn't buy it. I got it for free a 19 inch 1978 Mitsubishi. They used to call it MGA because of Mitsubishi Electronic, and I think they didn't want to have the Japanese stigma back in the 70s. Right. So it was called MGA. So it's a 19 inch MGA, and it looks like it has a a Geo8. A tube in it it's it's like legit 19 inch tube so i could bastardize it if i want to but i'm using it for uh an atari 2600 a sega master system a nintendo entertainment system uh a nintendo gamecube 
and one other system and it's going to be all on like auto switching and then i'm going to mount like a 42 inch tv above that for modern gaming consoles and i have this really cool mm-hmm. and i got a little uh futon or flippant futon you know what i'm talking about so yeah. Uh, so behind me. It's kind of a cool uh, two-person chair that you can sit and game with each other, you know, oh. a la Shaun of the Dead. So, <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, so putting that room together, uh, got the two extra arcade rooms. I bought a couple of uh, home theater chairs uh, that are all, like, LED lit and stuff. So that's all. It's all going to change. In about two months, I'm going to take a new video. So, yeah. Nice. Lots of work. Anything Alexa enabled, or are you uh, just going to take it easy until you do that? Everything is. I actually just bought uh, like five, four additional plugs. So <laughs> every game has to have its own plug. So that's right. Tough. So and then I had to buy some new power strips. I mean, it's it's going to be legit. It's I a thing. I'm have like 31 games in the basement when I'm done. Wow, that's a, a lot of games in one house in the basement. I have a, I have like a fifteen hundred square foot house, and there are thirty five games in here. So, Jesus. whatever, dude. So, like, I should start putting them in the living room and stuff. Oh, they're all in the living room, basically. <laughs> that's awesome. The living room is the arcade room, and then there's another room that's a study. But you don't have them in the bedroom wow. yet, do you? Only, only this room has a cabaret back here, the oh, same okay. hollow. That's dude, it. Ran- Randy Gelking says he got a thirty-seven inch TV for free delivered. Oh my gosh, those delivered! Are, they're Dang. so heavy. It's like those a, are like the worst. It's like a giant a glass tube. It's amazing. Hey, chatters, tell us uh, what's your favorite gaming TV and the brand. Uh, my, my, my favorite is a Sega or not a Sega it's a Sony Wega my second favorite is my Samsung 20 21 inch 20 inch mm-hmm. and then, and, but I really like this Mitsubishi TV even though it's so old I had to use our RF converter it's it's pretty freaking cool nice you know I have an uh, RF converter in here somewhere Mm-hmm. I think the I think the coolest one I have I have like a Magnavox 25 inch it's wood grain oh yeah it's got two six by nines in it so it's super loud but it has all of the like the adjustments for brightness and contrast and everything yeah. and knobs on the front of it so yeah it's super mine too easy to dial in yeah probably the same vintage probably so nice yeah mine mine the model number is a CS 1995 no relation to the year <laughs> oh hey. Oh my god. You know oh what? My god. Oh. Uh, I've just I was just remembered said that's exactly right. Uh What what? Well, I I should, I don't know what to yeah. do. We should probably segue into the news. And now, the Arcade News with Brian McLeod. Well, you, you guys should take this because Brian is not around. Okay. All right, first up in the news, guys, from Narcity.com. A brand new arcade just opened near Houston with a multi-level go-kart track. This yeah. is the first I'm hearing I that. know. I made oh, you read That's pretty this. cool. Yeah. This is very cool. Uh, while there are, there are a lot of great perks to being an adult, hello, drinking age. <laughs> cheers. cheers. All right. <laughs> Some things were just better when we were kids, like going to the arcade to play games on our parents' 
you know, parents dime, even yeah, sure. our laser tag was the best way to spend a weekend, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but, but there's a new massive go-kart track near Houston that will remind us all the best parts of being a kid. I remember going to Celebration Station off of 45 here in Houston, not yeah. a multi-level go-kart track. So no. I think that my inner child is going to, uh, Freak out a little bit. Yeah, my wife uh-huh. freaks out every time we get on a freeway ramp that goes <laughs> higher than twenty feet. So I'm, hey, let's go do this, and she's like, yeah, no, we're divorced. So, <laughs> so I, the place is called Andretti. No, no, yeah, it is called Andretti. Okay, and Katie, uh, which is on the west side of Houston, for those mm-hmm. who don't know, just opened a couple of days ago, and it's a massive indoor arcade and game center. It's got mini golf, laser tag, VR, which is awesome. By the way, I did that for the first time a few weeks ago. And it's got the most insane loopy indoor go-kart track uh, in, I guess, in the country. So, uh, so from they're open from, what, cool. 10, 10 a.m. to 12 a.m.? And they're open on Fridays and Sunday from, from 10 to 1 a.m., perfect for late-night laser tag and all that good stuff. Nice. Sounds like uh, – sounds awesome. Sounds awesome. I might dress up as a Tron cosplayer and go – I am going to do that as well. <laughs> I could go as Tron guy. I'm going to be the guy that's in the triangular thing, you know, the – you know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the programmer, like the original old dude, or right? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, he's one of the oldest programmers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> I, no, I'm not gonna do that. It looks cool. So it's indoor. I'm guessing it's electric go karts and all that right. kind of stuff, right. and probably yeah. all the new new uh, Raw Thrills uh, games. I'm positive they're going to be all red. Uh, uh, not regular arcade games. They're just they're, they're going to be um, the new stuff. Yeah, the new stuff. Yeah. Next article. Are you ready? Yeah, okay. I'm ready. From metalinjection.net, which, by the way, that hurts a lot. Um, <laughs> Ozzy, meaning Ozzy Osbourne, of course, releases his arcade-style browser game, Legend of Ozzy. Wow. This I'm so correct. excited. I can't contain oh. myself. Yes. Bad Eater Le- Ozzy Osbourne put out his first album, actually, recently, like in, uh, I think, 10 years. And yeah. uh, so this week you release something that uh, is it's free, and you just go into the a browser and uh, start playing basically his little arcade game. It's like a little vertical driving type thing. I don't know if uh, Adam has a link to it or anything, but uh, while you're playing the game, it plays like his latest single, which is pretty clever. And I wonder, like, does he get like some kind of credit? Like, oh, you listened to my thing, so that means that was a listen, and yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna. Count that as a you know thing, so I can get into the top ten or something. Um, his album's called "Ordinary Man." It, it features producer and guitarist Adam Watt and bassist what? Duck. You know him? No. Oh shit! I thought you were like all like <laughs> what? Adam Watt? What? So, well, you know Duff from Guns N' Roses, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And Chad Smith, who looks exactly like uh, Will Ferrell, yeah, who was in Red Hot Chili Peppers and then Chicken Foot. Um, so they're all they're all in this new band, and this album's uh, being getting put out sometime in March, which is gonna be awesome. Nice. And of course, he's gonna tour. Um, he's not touring. He actually canceled his tours. Oh no! Yeah, he's Corona- got a Parkinson's. Sure? Coronavirus. Yeah. No. It's funny that he's calling it the I Can't Tour Tour. Oh, that's So hilarious. I can't tell if that's a real tour or is – like, what is it, so a joke? So he, he actually has Parkinson's, and he canceled all future dates and is battling Parkinson's. Now. Yeah. Well, it's a fact, we raise Jack. money – I raise money for Parkinson's, and so – Jesus, that's rude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still uh, going to keep going. Okay, keep, you keep going. 
So, hey, I have. Can I interject a, a news article? Sure, why not? Because I knew you would. <laughs> well, it's important. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Tell me about it. Well, <laughs> uh, yesterday, Journey fired two of its base members, oh, yeah. Ross Valerie and Steve Smith. <laughs> were fired for allegedly trying to take control of the band name. So n- now they're basically a Filipino cover band that has hired Neil Sean. Oh, my God. <laughs> because who's left after that? I was really hoping that they would take Steve Perry back, but... Uh, uh, maybe they will now that they back? fired half the band. Yeah, now that he has half the band, they could make Not Journey, and then... And by the way, but... the only reason that Brian... Our, uh, Armitage has Journey's Journey is because of Steve Smith. Oh, wow. So And their it's Defender, by the way. He has the Defender machine that was on tour with them. So that that's kind of sh- crappy. Sh-crappy. Sh-crappy. The girl that's hard to get. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I was like, nobody will get Well, you probably know Family Guy, but I know Music Band. Uh, uh, me sorry. too. I know no, the Music Band. It's the same. Okay. Sh-crappy, sh-crappy. <laughs> A girl that's hard to get. <laughs> anyway, back to your regular scheduled news program. <laughs> yeah, I'll read this last one. Okay. Uh, from Game Freak 365, Missile Command Recharged is a modern take on Atari's arcade classic. Even though I've not seen it, but I'm going to take their word for it, right? Yeah. Uh, it's a reimagining, of course, of the original game uh, built from uh, the ground up for mobile devices, so there won't be any emulation not that there's anything wrong with that there won't also be any fpga but we'll get into that later uh players must defend their base from an endless barrage of missiles and launch counter missiles uh it aims to invigorate the storied missile command uh, ip intellectual property storied is that just what you say when it's old as shit is that is that the word <laughs> Who was that guy? Uh, he he did a lot of stuff, right? The, the, oh yeah, dude. Who was that actor? Shapoopy, the Shapoopy guy. Well, Who's the Shapoopy guy? He, let me give you a hint. He was in The Love Bug. Yes. His, his name. Oh, I can't Buddy? think of his name. Buddy. What is it? Buddy Epson? Nope. No. Buddy Hackett. Buddy Hackett, right? Yeah, yeah. He used to be on the Tonight Show all the time. Yeah, he's great. Johnny Carson loved him. Yeah, he'd been like Don Ho. He was he was classic. <laughs> okay, so back Tiny to Missile Command. Bubble. Okay, go ahead. Uh, you'll expect the same missile-destroying uh, gameplay. Uh, it's a perfect pick-up-and-play title for short, high-intensity <laughs> gameplay sessions, which means, you know, for people who just don't doing play too long. Yeah. It's going to have a power-up system, global online leaderboards. It's going to be free, of course, with ads. Mm. And I think that you can pay for... That's not uh, free. To free play for one day. For would free. be with, what? like... Free is not with ads. You're paying for it. You're paying for it with your life. Yes. That's right. Those bastards. So why don't we check it out when it comes out? Missile Command Recharged. Wow. Yeah. Psh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know what that sound was supposed to be. But... Back in 82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Back, back to, to the, the cave, cave with, with Time Runner. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? That's right, Doc. There is a problem with the Earth's <laughs> gravitational pull. And let's talk about what was going on with that pull back in 1988. Yes, going back to March 5th, 1988. And let's talk about 
some of the stuff that was going on back then. Well, listening to my audio cue here, a game was released at the arcades. It was 1988, <laughs> one year after the release of RoboCop. The uh. public trust protect the <laughs> Shut up, dude. <laughs> RoboCop was a beat him up, beat him up and run. Gu oh, run and gun. I thought, wait, he just runs? I don't remember him being so cowardly. <laughs> well, he's running at yeah. people. <laughs> he's running at people. Developed and published by Dave East. Based on the film of the same name, sub-licensed by Ocean Software, which is kind of like... Those guys were smart. Back when RoboCop was still in the script stage, they got the license because they were like, this is going to be great. Yeah. I've never played the game. What do you, have you played it, Adam? Or you said it sucked. Yeah, it's okay. It's a you know, side-scrolling you know, platformer along the lines of something like TMNT. Or, you know, so it, it's actually pretty fun. What do they mean by run and gun? Well, you just run you know, on the platforms and you have a gun and you shoot stuff. Uh, actually, oh, he yeah. punches things a lot. He's a big puncher. Okay. Which is weird, because he, in the movie, he has, like, a giant gun. He gets the gun very shortly in the game and starts... Barely ever punches anybody. Yeah. yeah. You can nice. hear him shooting stuff right yeah. now. Just shoot, shoot. Yeah, so that's... Aaron has never seen the movie RoboCop. <laughs> what? What? Whoa. Well, now it'd be lost on you, because it's... It was sucks. three when it came out, so I guess that's yeah. kind of an excuse. Well, it's... it's, it's even if he had seen it when he was like seven or eight, it, it might have seemed kind of cheesy because there was a lot of stop motion in it. Oh. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, it was pretty cutting edge. And, you know, that the, the whole uh, I'd buy that for a dollar, that, that comes from that movie. Yeah, so abstract. Do you know that? Wait, was there was there like a uh, – so I just watched Avatar again last night, that thing that – the guy gets in and it's like a, a bodysuit robot thing walking around. Is yeah. there that in Robocop 2 or no? No, but the Ed 209 that you see in the movie is shaped like that. Okay. There's yeah. just nobody in it. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Ed 209 I, I, was kind of like a retarded version of the Robocop. So, uh, hey, okay. wait, it, Can PC. I use the R word? I'm PC. Sorry. <laughs> Mentally <laughs> handicapped. I no, thought it was no. 1988 again. So, I just. <laughs> you can't say retarded on the air. No. I apologize. So, I'm, I'm guessing I saw it, but it's just been a really long time. But that image came back into my brain all of a sudden for whatever reason. Yes, that's true. Yeah, at 2000, at 209, 2009, I don't know. He was, he, yeah. I think you should watch it. I mean, it's actually uh, Peter, what's his head, right? Who was Peter it? Weller. Yeah. Who actually, they made some RoboCop commercials recently and had him do the voice for them. Yeah, he's which awesome. Which is awesome. I love him. He's in one, one of the Star Trek movies, the new ones, and he was uh, Buckaroo, Bonsai. So my my favorite. You know, I love Waiting for a sequel. Let's go. Yeah. I, they should totally. Even now, I will take a bunch of old Buckaroo Bonsai people. Yeah. I would love Including it. Ellen Barkin. Oh, she would probably still be hot. I know. Yeah. Hey, let's, what do you uh, want from me? I, I want to find out what's in the juke. Oh, what's in, what's the, juke? in the juke? Okay. I'll not. Okay. Oh. Uh, Gee. Hello. Who's in hey, charge of that? To what's in the juke? Are you talking? I can't tell. You. You go ahead. Right. 
This is the game show where we take our listeners that are on the YouTube channel and subject them to just a few seconds of a song and hope to God they know the title and the artist. If you can guess the title, you will get a hat. There you go, yeah. If you guess the title and the artist, you're awarded point. Yeah. (laughs) And then, uh, you know, if you can't figure it out, fight over it, everybody. Okay, Jesus. <laughs> so listen carefully, everybody. Every song is different, you know. Okay, yes. All right, so the first track of tonight's uh, top ten is this one. Wait. Uh, okay, is this one. Okay, that's the first track. Sure. Is anybody going to get that uh, in the chat? Should I play the clip again? Okay, <laughs> all right, who got it? It's uh, Casey, never going to give you up. He got the whole thing. It's Casey. Casey gets a full point. Full point. All right, okay. Okay, uh, here comes the second track. Uh, okay. Here's your clip. Wait. No, no, no. Not that. No, no, no. What? 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 That's the second track. Oh, okay, okay. Well, let me play the clip again. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh. Mr. Peabody, he says he's been rickrolled. I think he gets a half point, half point. for that. <laughs> Doesn't he? <laughs> do, who, the delay. Who do I give that half point Everyone's like, to? delay, delay. I don't think you should give it to... Sorry, it's not the delay songs. <laughs> okay. All right. Here comes your uh, your actual... Okay, third track. Okay, here comes the third track. <laughs> Seems very familiar. <laughs> You're being naughty. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't stop doing. It. Okay, all right. Here, okay, legit. Here comes the first, the second track. Yes. All right. Here we go. Okay, legit. Here we go. Oh God! <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Peter Satira. Who's winning anyway? <laughs> Just like Casey is still number one. <laughs> okay, did anyone actually get oh my god, Casey. Casey gets a full point. Full point. For Devlin's No, he doesn't. Brian gets a half a point. Half point. Brian Frobert in excess is correct. That? That's amazing. That they did that. This is amazing. Okay, so this is the third one we're on now. <laughs> I think. Okay, yeah. Here we go. I mean, yes. Here we go.
We're getting a band. And oh my gosh, the viewership is dropping. <laughs> wow, people are leaving. <laughs> Wham. George Michael is correct. Who got it first? Andy Baldman. Andy yeah, Baldman yeah. is on the board with a half, half point. point. And who got the song Father Figure? Is that Frober? Yeah, uh, Brian, Brian Frober. Half point. All right, Brian in the lead. Casey, Casey though got uh, he's a point and a half, right? We yeah, we gave him uh, you know because he was able to recognize that special song. But okay, he got, I get he, it. You're right. Yeah, Mark, he got Casey Devil Inside and In Excess. He got the name of the song in the last one, so he should have a point and a half. All right, okay, all right. Let's cut out the shenanigans and get on to the next song, <laughs> number four. Here we go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think I'm, the Pet Shop Boys is correct. That's Brian, correct. Brian Frober, and never gonna give your father figures. That's really funny. <laughs> <That's hilarious>. <laughs> <laughs> Someone give Andy Baldwin another half point for that. that was pretty funny. Okay. Seabar oh, pulls pulls into the lead into the not the lead, but he pulls ahead. Okay, with a half. What point. have I done? That was <laughs> it. Have I done, Dusty? They keep saying uh, Dusty Springfield or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Dusty. Well, she she was a co-singer. That's I will right. go with PS. Either one, I give a point, half point for. Yep, half point. Yeah, done. Seabar, good job. All right. Uh, the next track is here it comes. Moonwalker. Damn it! <laughs> Casey. Casey gets man in the mirror and Brian Popper gets the title, Michael Jack. I mean, the artist. Half point. Oh my god. Man mirror. Dang it. <laughs> okay. This is the longest version of this song. Uh, we're, we're halfway through the countdown. Number halfway six. Through, two minutes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Casey, awesome. Jeez. Nice. Hysteria by Def Leppard, exactly. Half point. Yeah. All right. I like that song. I do too. Actually, I love that album. I actually. I love Def Leppard for some reason. There's what are they doing lately? Do they put out stuff or are they broken up? What happened? No, they're together. They tour. Um, it's yeah. all good. They still have the one arm uh, drummer. You know, be a one arm bandit. Is that what you're gonna say? Yeah. <laughs> the one arm bandit. Fredo Bandito. I don't know what you're trying to say. Oh, I man. didn't kill my wife. Oh shit! What? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> 
All right. Casey's there, amazing live, even these days. I would love to see him. It's like white noise plays over the song when you do that. I don't even know. It's like all this Billy Ocean is correct. Randy Gelking. Oh, wow. Randy Gelking. Randy, on Randy's on the board. And Gert Into My Dear is close enough to Carl. Gert Into My Dear. Gert Into My Dear. Get into my, get out of my dreams. Get into my car. Get it. That's how they say it in Canada. They took our germs. Get my car and I have free health care. So, so far, what we've had. <laughs> Angel Aerosmith. Bam! You got a whole point Bam. for him. Full point. All right, so Devil Inside, Father Figure, Never Gonna Give You Up. What have you? What have I done to deserve this? Pet Shop Boys with Dusty Springfield. Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson. Hysteria, Def Leppard, and Get Out of My Dreams, Get Into My Car by Billy Ocean. And Angel by Aerosmith. And here comes uh, your second to the last track for tonight, and it is. Uh, (laughs) this episode is getting banned for sure i'm gonna have to like mute this whole section has aaron joined us yet i don't think he has he probably fell asleep (laughs) it's like the brian colin episode where he just slept through the episode okay so So, yeah brian fober got our artist in excess and casey got the title all right i need you tonight nice that's two in excess on the uh, uh, well, they were actually in the on the top forty. They were one spot away from each other. Yeah, isn't that nuts? I mean, I it remember is. I remember listening to uh, NXS Kick in the library. I was a. Uh, do you guys remember? We, I don't know. If, in my school, we had teacher aides. Do you remember those? It's a terrible name. Terrible name. Te- teacher's Worst name ever. Teacher's aides. Uh, no, we didn't have those in my school. Yeah, everybody tried to sleep with them. So. They- <laughs> So I I worked for the library and I used to go and organize the card catalog and all the books. Oh, what a nightmare. Yeah. And then, you know, and then I would go and do my homework and listen to uh, the radio. And I remember tuning in um, my radio, my Walkman and listening to NXS and just knowing that kick was, uh, that was the, the, yeah, 1987. So nice. this is 88, but uh, a lot of the songs wouldn't have made it to the top 40 until 88. So uh, that's totally normal. Seabart uh, says your teachers had AIDS, which is true because, you know, they helped them, right? So That's very true. I love what Casey yeah. said. What did Casey say? We yeah. only had teachers with cancer. Oh! Oh, God. You guys are that such not, dicks. Come on. All right. Uh, yeah. Man, I hope you guys never meet anybody that has either of those diseases. Okay, uh, you know, here we go. People yeah. listen to this podcast. Yeah. Seriously, like I just there's like yeah. ten people that just hung up right now. I don't. Terrible. All right, here comes your last track. Going to hell. This one is a little song about Christmas. I like to play it in the middle of July because I think it's I think it's a great track. Yeah. It's 
what happens when I fall down in Minnesota. <laughs> if I get banned for this episode, I'm gonna I'm gonna freaking dispute it, and I'm gonna have them. I'm gonna make them listen to it until it gets back on the air. Because and tonight, if if you have a chance, download it right after the show. Because I'm a hundred percent sure we're getting banned. I'll download it right away. The last so track KC. was Hazy Shade of Winter, and that was the Bagels. Yeah, yeah. So so uh, Casey got the title. Randy and got the band. Randall got the half point. All right. Artists. So this is the winner. Casey's the Casey winner. Relford. Love, right. love the guy. Love the wife. Good job, guys. Excellent. Thanks for joining the show. Good job, Casey. Right. And, you know, Aaron is not here, so we should probably try to dial that guy in. What do you think? Huh? Yeah. Do we have voicemail? Is that what you're trying to say? Oh. Or well, do you want to have him join when we uh, play the voicemail? I don't, yeah. Why don't you call him in? Let's, let's let him listen. Should we to call him? Well, yeah, why not? There is a voicemail. Let me see if I can yeah. get. Okay. So add to the call. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, let me Skype. It's so complicated. Uh, he should be in my like recents, shouldn't he? I mean, it's been two years, so I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I just added him tonight. He's in oh. there. So just, he's going to wake him up. I'm looking at my Skype reasons. I have no idea. It's alphabetized, actually. Yeah? Yeah. He should be here any second. Uh, share for a link for others to join. Two group members not in the call. Oh, here it is. Right here. It's He's got like a... All right. Not Brian. So I'm adding him now. See if he... Because he might have... He just might have had a problem. Like, I like how we don't subject our guests to all this stuff that we do before. Hey! Oh, oh look, he looks pretty close to the... Uh, hey. He just you like hi, materialized. Hi, we weren't hey, sure if we needed... Yes. To, yeah, we can hear you. Okay, good. Can, can you hear us? I can. Oh, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> the Davilope says he's right there, but he's doing the statue. Crafty. Crafty. I'm just really good at staying still forever. How's your, <laughs> how's your headache doing? Oh, it's it's going okay. I've had to, it's the weirdest thing. I've just had like uh, I get migraines occasionally, but they only last like a day, and I've had one for like five days, uh, off and on. And my eyes have been really sore, so I don't think it's coronavirus. But uh, no, no, it sounds like a like a peanut allergy or something. Like, do you have a peanut like in your pants or something? Or oh, no. <laughs> wait, is that a thing? I don't know. It's an ocular virus. Oh, it, yeah. 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 Yes, it's, it's, it sounds terrible. Yeah. It is. Sorry. So, uh, you know, uh, just because you're on the show, I'd just like to give you a little uh, welcome because, you know, we did we did welcome you at the beginning of the show, but now you're here with us on oh, the okay. show. So now I'm here for you're, real. You're so. Aaron 2.0 because we already have Aaron Sanders here. So, but, oh, that's right. Yeah, we're, we're doubling up on our ears. Yeah, oh, a you lot. probably uh, you probably knew him first. There's a lot of ear on OG Aaron. Yeah, OG Aaron. So, um, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of air on the radio tonight. Aaron. I can just be uh, I can just be crafty. Crafty, he's the crafty yeah. mech. <laughs> so this is Aaron Reed, uh, proprietor of Crafty Mac LLC, and. Yes. 
uh, developer of something called the Test Pattern Generator. And Test Pattern Generator. And the yes. BitKit. And the BitKit. Yes. It's German, you know. <laughs> it is German. No, it's not German. Are you German? No. No, read it. Well, I don't know. I took the 23andMe uh, thing, oh. and basically you can just draw a circle around the UK and Scandinavia, and you're done. <laughs> I had like 0% of anything else. So, you know. You're not like, tw- you know, like 0.2% Ojibwe or anything? I think I had like Iberian Peninsula was like uh, was like one percent, but I think uh, that has that goes like back like twenty thousand years ago. Right. You know, either uh, yeah. you, you came out of Iberian Peninsula or Asia or <laughs> Africa, somewhere in between. You know, Brian Frober says German nine. Nine. He's yeah. ten. Totally German, Frober. What, Brian, Brian Frober? I think he might be. Reed is, a, Reed is a, a Scottish uh, Scottish English name. There's a ton of Reeds spelled R-E-I-D in uh, in the UK. There's not a lot in the US. It's usually R-E-E-D. Hmm. I got that all the time uh, growing up. Yeah. Like Dan Reed? Dan Reed, yeah. That's a double Dan E, I believe. Reed! We missed that guy. Oh, yeah. He was... He, supported, he supported my uh, trials and tribulations on Clover earlier today. I don't know if you saw hey. that. I did not. Yeah, I was uh, I was wondering if you had a untested moonwalker for sale. <laughs> yeah, I do. That I can buy. Let me pull it out of my butt right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a zoom not working, Jesus. Jeez, the crowd does not like that. that? It's, it's a tough crowd. It's a tough crowd, you know. Um <laughs> What, a, what an episode. <laughs> but, you know, that's why I uh, I got rid of all, well, pretty much all my PCBs. I still have three or four left that I, that I can play in the uh, candy, like a Sega Blast City that's behind me. Oh, but, yeah. um, you know, I was I was uh, also wanting to raise some money to pay some Uncle Sam bills. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the problem with being a contractor and then also selling things. You're like, ah, I can just pay my taxes later. And then <laughs> then one day you have to. Yeah. So, <laughs> October. I know this date. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. Extension, so, extension, extension. Pay now. So I just uh, so I sold a bunch of stuff, and uh, I was like, I I I just want this stuff out of here. Um, so I sold everything at like uh, good good prices, like bargain basement prices. Probably too good, but uh, yeah. Well, you know, I was young. Now. I needed the money. That's right. Oh, all right. So <laughs> I was thinking about that the other night. I don't know why I was thinking about Andrew Dice Clay. Uh, you know, because he had that was that's how he kind of built his comedy yeah. in the beginning. At least when I saw him as a growing up, it was you know all the nursery rhymes. You know, like yeah. little boy blue. He needed the money. Jack and Jill went up the hill, each with a buck and a quarter. <laughs> Jill came down with two fifty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's still gold. It's still gold. Oh, yeah. Andrew Dice okay. Clay. Oh man, I haven't thought uh, about that guy in a long time. He's his comedy cannot work today. Just, <laughs> no, no, no way. Yeah. I mean, it, it works it for me. Of, work. of the time, he yeah. was of that time. You know, sure. that kind of comedian. Yeah, like Gallagher. <laughs> yeah, well, Gallagher's a little bit timeless, right? 
I mean, it's a little bit racist, but otherwise, yeah. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> bit racist. You know, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, he hates watermelons. <sighs> oh, yeah. Oh, the round beats the pulp out of those things. I don't Nobody know. likes round things like that. <laughs> They had a, a laser, uh, a Gallagher laser game oh. at, Ca- at Cax a couple years ago. We tried to play it. It was the worst thing, the worst ever. game ever. It's like they only filmed like four minutes of video. <laughs> yeah. They're like, "Hey, here's that same four minutes again." I'm like, "No, what kind of game is this?" Like, it's super rare, but it's also super suck. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That is, the... hey, uh, Aaron, you're just in time for. Our call for tonight. Oh, we do have a voicemail. Should we listen to do it? We? Here we go. Aaron. Thank you for calling 612-548-GAME. This is Arcade Radio. Please leave your message after the tone. Hey, everybody. It's your buddy, Bob Zarzik, control panel expert and technician. Uh, hey, guys. I haven't uh, dialed in in a while. It's nice to finally hear some friendly voices there on the radio. Um... I wanted to update you a little bit. I've been uh, trying to build up a resistance to this new coronavirus. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's really hard because you basically have to find somebody who already has it. And every time I ask somebody, they uh, look at me and then they run away. It's really weird, you know? Like, come on, just uh, can't you uh, touch my face or put your finger in my mouth? I mean, come on, what, what kind of... Uh, kind of world we living in where we can't just share that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I'd like to say hi to the two Aaron's. Uh, I like, you know, the letter A is one of my favorite letters. And uh, mostly just because, you, you know, usually you're at the beginning of the line. You don't really have a good joke for that one. That's all right. Anyway, i got to go down. I think I feel something coming on. Maybe I'm, I think I may have lucked out with that last dude outside of the airport. <laughs> I'll, I'll update you next week, all right, you guys? You take care. There's a dick out. <laughs> oh my god, that was good. One of that the best real, ones. That was awesome. <laughs> what the hell? What's happening to Aaron back there? He fell Aaron's over during back. the call. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, no, you're I not. Was, uh... You're totally not there. He's, he's on the floor, <laughs> I think. He's like, I'm here. Oh, there he is. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> I, have, I have a prop. Okay. You have a prop. Okay, I have, good. I have my... I have my uh, my little Ooh. prop here. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh. My little thing that I'm... That's my next project that I'm working on. Uh, how much, how much are those going to cost? Because I want one. I don't know. Oh, I'm trying to keep it under 100 bucks. Oh, uh, I'm in. Like I'm in. Five to 100, somewhere I'm there. totally in. Yeah. yeah. 100's a good number. It's a little LED well, like, yeah. uh, matrix, programmable. Uh, oh, you know, that is uh, so sweet. Everything's Bluetooth now. That, that's a good lead-in, by the way. Everything's Bluetooth now, so... You know, it's wireless. Uh, wow. Got a little plug there for it and, you know, little brains there. But can I, can I have, like, three of them and daisy-chain them together and have them do different things? Well, that's what I'm working on with the Bluetooth is being able to uh, talk to it with a mobile phone. So that opens up possibilities using your phone to set it up or play little mini games on it with your phone. Wow. Um, you know, something on your wall. I mean, I call it kind of arcade decor, so that's kind of its yeah. main function. For sure. It's a piece of, piece of decor, but also i wanted to make it kind of interactive and doing the wireless uh this is this project actually led me into the bit kit as a wireless device because i started looking into bluetooth for this and then said well okay maybe i can bring that over to the bit kit and get rid of the uh usb cable 
uh, and that's kind of what got it all started. So yeah, being able to daisy chain them together would be uh, would be great. So that's something I'm looking at too. So so uh, just just so listeners that will hear this in the podcast only later, that is an LED uh, display with how many LEDs? Well, I mean, it, it's uh, yeah, it's sixteen by sixteen, so it's not it's not like high fidelity, but sure. it's the perfect size for to an display arcade graphics. sprite. Yeah, because your your average arcade sprite was sixteen by sixteen pixels. Yeah, uh, you see like Pac Man, the ghost going by there. So and it's super uh, bright. It's got like a, yeah. a smoke plexi overlay, and then you'll be able to mount it on your wall and control it with Bluetooth. So you could have Pac Man. You could have the time show up on that. You could have Galaga, any sprite you want to, sixteen by sixteen and eight by eight characters scrolling across on the screen. That's pretty right. cool. And that's 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 one of the things that I'm, I've been working on with it uh, behind uh, you know behind the scenes while I'm working on that bit kit has been to uh, get it to pull get the software to pull graphics right out of the ROM sets that you use for Mame and for the bit kit, so you don't have to go into Photoshop or anything and figure out how to get the graphics out of screenshots. It just pulls it right out of the, oh, the ROMs. That's really cool. That's really awesome, man. Where did you think of that? I don't know. This fall, actually, I started this fall and I was trying to get something out by Christmas, but then, uh, you know, life got busy and I had other stuff going on. My parents came for like three weeks, oh, which is great, but, yeah. um, you know, that sucked <laughs> a lot of my energy. <laughs> Glad to see you go, Mom and Dad. Now I can work on my Pac-Man stuff. Get out of my house. Yeah, I, got, I, I got shit to do, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the bit kit. So the first bit kit, like you mentioned, was USB. It's FPGA. Right. We've talked about FPGA on the show before. I, I wrote a little essay today. Uh, I did. I saw that. That was a pretty good explanation. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think, you know, typically uh, our listeners are pretty savvy, savvy with this kind of stuff. You know, Savvy. Savvy, yes. It's I like, from Africa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Savony is yeah. So, um, yes. Sorry, sorry. Are you are you quite done? Yes, thank you. <laughs> yes. Uh, may I have another? Uh, if anybody is interested, there's a Donkey Kong kill screen coming up. So, <laughs> okay. Oh, nice. Good job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But anyway, uh, you know the the current big kit uh, supports the uh, untested Moonwalker. And- <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> uh, if anybody's interested, there's a untested Moonwalker on Claw right now. Uh, so, uh, so he's oh, never okay. coming on the show. He'll never oh, come on the show. I've made fun of him so many times, I, and I'm gonna make T-shirts too. Anyway, so uh, the current bit kit. What the hell are you guys doing back there? Are you done? Are you quite done? All right. So, uh, the current BitKit uh, supports Eyes, Mr. TNT, Agor, Piranha, Titan, Super Cobra, Jump Bug, Scramble, Turtles, Amidar, The Glob, Beast Feasty, Pango, Lizard 32 Wizard. Game, 32 games right now. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. 32. 32. It's pretty awesome. Well, 36 if you include four pack bootlegs. Right. And Crazy Kong. Is awesome, by the way. And Crazy Kong, yeah, Crazy Kong's on there. A good, ver- uh, better version of Crazy Kong, thanks to one of uh, one of my uh, Bitkit uh, Kittians, Bitheads. Now, um, can you? You're Jeremy talking Digimon. He did some color fixes to it, so it actually looks a lot closer to the real Kong. 
is there can you play uh crappy kong and the new upgraded crazy kong can you play either uh one? no it, yeah just it just does the uh the nicer one oh okay. still has the the really funny sounds yeah from crazy kong so that that's kind of the quirky fun part of it well and it's got totally different mechanics so yeah it plays it looks the same it looks the same but it doesn't really play the same as donkey kong it's almost harder and easier at the same time right Right. Yeah. That so, so that BitKit uh, JAMA FPGA PCB that you can uh, grab a pack JAMA adapter, plug it right into your uh, your existing hardware on a Pac-Man machine, and boom, you're off to the races. Uh, and the, right. cool, the or, cool thing is, yeah, any, any kind of JAMA hardware. Yeah. 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 And so, what I'm just I'm just saying, like, if you want to stick it in your Miss Pac-Man or Pac-Man, there is an adapter that's really. Quite oh cool. yeah yeah there's there's good, good adapters out there i also yep. make one for nibbler and eyes machines if you happen to have one of those cool um, or um there's a konami the konami classic adapter is great to use like in a scramble if you want to put it in a scramble yeah and that that's great the, the implementation is perfect for things like that so the intention intention of the original bid kit was to enable uh you know the 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 hardcore gamer slash restoration uh, person uh, sort of give them the ability to uh, put this into the machine and have an experience that was indiscernible from the original. So, yeah, as close as close as you can you can get in a, a, a try to get in a digital format. I mean, the hardest part is usually the sound, just because it's it's hard to quite capture exactly the analog nature of a lot of those early games because they had extra dedicated circuits on the circuit board just for different sound effects um or early speech is a good example so there's places where i have used like on speech i've used digital samples um yeah which actually it works pretty it works great it sounds good j-rock actually um kind of pointed me in that direction uh, just because when I was looking at his Qbert stuff, he had gone through the trouble to try to replicate one, the SCO one. I can't remember the name of it, but it was a sound chip that Qbert used, and he had gotten it implemented in FPGA, but he just couldn't get it to sound quite right. So he ended up using digital samples for okay. for Qbert, and you know, it's that 99%. That's the goal. Is like 99% is about as good as you can get it in a reproduction like this, and that's kind of what I shoot for. Um, yeah. As well as uh, the gameplay and having uh, the experts like Tim McVeigh for Nibbler or uh, Jim Bodini for Eyes play nice. the games, give me feedback on them, make sure that you know everything feels right, the timing, their patterns work, things like that. So. Yeah. Well, and that's that's important, right? Because even though you are looking at schematics and emulating logic gates, memory, and processor speeds, there's probably little nuances that need to be tweaked here and there. Yeah, there's always little nuances, um, little things. They did they did little stuff on the hardware. Um, most of it, a lot of it, was asynchronous, meaning it didn't share a common clock. There were the CPU was on a, a single clock, but there are other elements of the circuitry that are just kind of timed off various signals. And they the designer kind of knew that well, these chips take this long to propagate you know the data through this channel so it's going to line up roughly at the same time it's going to work so there's things like that you have to work out in fpga because fpga is so much faster you have to make sure that your edges of all your events are happening when they're supposed to and they're all lined up and you don't have any kind of weirdness um so right it's probably a little deeper tech dive than 
Well, no, we, yeah, it's I good. Needed, but it's good. We like the tech. We like the tech die once in a while. Yeah, I love to dive. No, you love to dive. Are we? So here we are. Uh, it is twenty twenty. Yes. It is the future, and yes. things are wireless. And so, what have you done, Aaron Reed? Well, um, I took well two things for the bit kit. Um, I took the USB off and replaced it with a Bluetooth module. Um, the idea first foremost to be that you don't have to have physical access to the cabinet now yes. to update firmware. I mean, you still turn the cabinet off, but you don't have, you don't have to have yeah. to open it up or pull it out but in order to I gotta tell uh, you. Uh, plug it up to your computer, add, yeah. add games, up, upload for, uh, firmware updates, whatever. You can do that now from wherever in your house you want to over Bluetooth. So within um, 30 feet, right? So, so yeah. it, it's a, is it an app-based thing now on your phone, or you can do it with your computer? Or does well, it matter? right now it's still it's still off your computer with the same software I've been using that you download from my website, which is Windows Mac software. But um, CraftyMac.com mobile versions of that software, so that you could just do it from your phone. Okay, that was kind of the end goal. Is instead of having to deal with Windows, Mac, you you know Android, iOS, you can download the app, you can update the firmware from your phone. Upload your high scores. That's kind of what I was. Ah. That's what got me thinking about it in the first place. Is like, how can I make it easier for people to upload the high scores? Because I mean, sure. that's a fun part of it. Perfect. And yeah. just oh, being able to so click cool. a button on your phone. That's that. That's going to be the. You know, that's easy. So. Okay. Um, so that's the end goal as we go forward in the years to get to that point where it's really just all app based and you don't have to worry about using software on a computer anymore. All right. So, this thing is out. Are you calling it the Bitkit 2.0? What is it called? Not really. It's just kind of. Uh, it's just kind of. Just still the big kit. <laughs> right. It's the big just kit. To avoid confusion, because the big um, kit B. But you know, yeah, the big kit B, if you want, or um, hmm. sure. It it has a twice. The other thing it has is twice the flash storage. So the existing bit kit only have thirty two game slots, and I've pretty much put out enough stuff now that those are taken. Yeah. So uh, I should have gone with the larger chip to begin with. I just didn't. So, uh, so now uh, I have. So everybody so give you can, away your bid kits. Right. Uh, <laughs> just so everybody knows on the air, I have two bid kits for sale. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to cra- crash the bid kit market. Well, you know, those chips are, um, it's easy enough to replace. So one thing I've thought of is on that side, um, you know, maybe I could offer a little upgrade service. If you didn't want to buy the new bit kit, you'd be able to just send your old one in, and I would swap the flash chip out, so you would you could take advantage of the, the double the storage. Because, I mean, right now thirty six games, you kind of have you do have to choose. You can only have thirty two, but the new one sixty four. So eventually, we'll probably get there, and you could fill it all up. But sure, Aaron, Aaron let me ask you: uh, for us that are savvy with SMD replacement and you know hot. Air rework stations. Are we able to do that ourselves? Possibly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You could. You could do it. I think. Okay. Well, ah. I'll tell you. I I don't have any SMD equipment, and I would be glad to wreck my bit kit. <laughs> because I would, that would be, like see, when I was done with it, there would my... be like a giant glob, like a tw- twenty-five cent quarter size glob of you know solder right in the middle. It'd be really sad. Yeah, I, I can't make myself big enough, but, oh, this is really hard to do. <laughs> okay, it's getting okay. close. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, it's not okay. A, it's the, no, it's, it's not that one. 
No, not that big one. Oh, no, we're on the wrong side. <laughs> okay. It's oh, that see. little chip right there on the top center. Yeah, yeah. With the U5. Eight, eight leads or U11? Which one? U3. U5. Yeah, I knew it. U5. So that's That's easy. Yeah, I could I could totally do that. Yeah, so it's pretty it's eight little legs. It's SOIC, so it's not a really fine it's not too fine a uh pin what happens placement. If, so what happens if you put like hundred and twenty eight in there? Uh you can, it just won't do anything. Oh. Uh, eh. the, soft, the software doesn't support it right now. And there's not enough games to put on it, that's the thing. Wow. You know, when I started it out, I didn't think I'd fill it up for thirty-two. I was like, "This is a really small. It's a four megabit, four megabyte flash." I'm like, "Well, that's pretty small, but these games are sixty-four k a piece." I mean, yeah, I'm never gonna put thirty-two games on this board. Yeah. And here we are, <laughs> years later, and I'm like, "Okay, I really should have put something that was a little bit bigger on there." Let me ask so. you, what has been uh, your biggest joy for uh, uh, games uh, that you put on? So, which which games? Are your favorites? Uh, I I've just had a lot of fun discovering games that I never played or never even saw as a kid. That's been my that's been the best part of it. So like I think Anteater is probably like my favorite discovery. That's fun. Never, I never saw. I played a game on the Apple IIe uh, called Oil's Well, which yep. is similar, where you're an oil drilling rig with your pipe instead mm-hmm. of an anteater with your tongue. Um, but uh, I never played Anteater itself or heard of it. But it's you know it's an addictive game. It's got like some strategy, risk reward, kind of deep gameplay to it. So I like that a lot. Um, so it's been fun discovering games like that. Um, Beastie Feastie I like a lot. Oh yeah. Never heard of that. Um, Glob Tasmania is another fun one that I've kind of gotten into. It's kind of a Robotronish uh, Berserk style hybrid. Um, who, who did Tasmania originally? That's another one of... Uh, I can't remember who did that one. Stern licensed it, but uh, it was developed, I think, by Tago. Okay. I think Tago did I'm not 100%, but I thought Tago did it. They also did Antier, So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Tasmania. But yeah, those, those are great ones. Um, and uh, and of course um, the earlier ones on the bit kit like Pioneer Balloon and Fantasy uh, were really fun to play and just you know uh, so I mean you know I like the odd stuff the odd stuff is but my favorite yeah. about the bit kit. Hey Aaron, did you uh, you added Egor to the uh, the bit kit right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That one that one's pretty fun. Uh, cool Mo Craig said he had gotten you that board. I was like. I was also I was like excited and also disappointed because I wanted that board, but I was like, "Yes, it's oh. going to be on the fit kit." <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I actually ended up selling that board back to him. Oh, that, that's uh, cool. Oh. Yeah, so he, cool. he ended up getting that board back. Um, but yeah, no, adding it to the bit kit that was a lot of fun. Uh, it's like eyes, but because the maze is more closed, I think it has a very different feel. Um, it's it's totally different set of strategy. Of course, Jimbo Dini who has uh, the Orcade world record on eyes, it's it's the world record period. I mean, it's like 27, 26 million. He also set a bigger record on the BitKit. You know, it's unofficial, but I think that one was a little bit more than his official Orcade record. But um, he played Agor for like a day, and he already rolled it, 
you know, over a million. <laughs> I mean, nice. totally. I mean, it's a very different strategy because of the way the maze is laid out, but he just has a really good feel for eyes and the way that works. And he was able to figure out Agor very quickly, you know, boom, he's already, you know, racked up a seven digit score. So can we talk wow. a little bit about uh, the process? Because I, I, I know you don't want to get too technical, but I'm really interested if you could tell us at a high level what it takes to actually, uh, you know, program something like this, an FPGA, uh, for a specific platform. So let's just talk about, like, the pack hardware. How do you make that happen on your FPGA? In terms of, like, what I, what I did, how I started to kind of break it all down and figure it out? Or? Yeah, just at a high level, if you could. Well, I mean, it starts from the schematics, you know, looking at uh, what's the CPU based off of, is it Z80, is it 6502? Um, you know, with the new platform, I always start with the CPU and the um, basic memory, the program memory, and the RAM, you know, where it can store data and the video, and just try to get um, something to run, uh, whether it's, you know, usually the actual code, like pack code or whatever game it is, it does a lot of self-check and stuff like that where you don't necessarily see anything happening. And if it's not working, you'll never know why. So I usually have my own test code that I'll run on the hardware. Like for pack, I had a little test program that was written in Z80 assembly that would just put a few characters on the screen in certain places. So I knew that the CPU and the memory and the video stuff was working. And then once that's verified, then I try to get the actual game to run and and get the video working and then last i work on the sound uh as, as the final piece and then once that's fully working then it has to be integrated into the bit kit with the way that all works yeah you know with how the game gets launched how the settings get uh transferred over from your your settings that you have for the game high score gets loaded stuff like that yeah and then you do a, a, a few changes to it afterward uh potentially Depending, right? So let's uh, miss Pac-Man, for example. Uh, there's a speed chip. That right. that is a uh, it's an add-on. So you start with the base hardware, you emulate that in hardware using the logic gate uh, programming and the the memory program, the processor programming. You get everything down, you know, in in your firmware, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, because it's not. I mean, you're not. Uh, you're basically programming at a hardware level on on hardware, right? Yeah, you could. Yeah, you can look at it that way. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the the code looks like uh, regular code, but it doesn't run like code because it's describing a system basically that is simultaneous mm-hmm. instead of like a linear set of instructions. Like, so it's like instead of IKEA giving you a step like one through twenty, they just give you all the steps and none of them are numbered. And you have to put them all together at the same time. But isn't that how IKEA instructions actually work? <laughs> uh, oh, is maybe. That right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's it's a different it's different than programming, but in yeah. in many ways, it's kind of the same. Um, but um, yeah, think- a lot of times there is a lot of stuff I do on the fly. Uh, like for the fat the speed up in Miss Pac Man, that's a code change that just happens on the fly. So in the FPGA, I can look for certain addresses in the in the program ROM and when this address comes up change that to this byte or this byte and that that's basically what like the speed chip would do they just switch the ROM out right you know um, now for things like the scramble remix when I you know have you played the scramble remix by the way I, not yet Ooh, no 
Oh, you need to play it. You need oh. to play it. Yes. Give it a try. Oh. <laughs> will, will we love Scramble after we play it? Is that, I like Super you will. Cool, but they're well, the same game, right? It's kind of harder than the original Scramble, so you might like it less. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Scramble's pretty hard. Yeah. So. yeah. But, um, but yeah, that, that was a case where um, there's stuff going on that I added to the hardware. So, oh. like, so like I added a background flash that could be any color I wanted instead of just blue, which is what Scramble does. Um, I, I made, made the, the maze when you're in the base disappears in sections, you know, sometimes oh, wow. I, I enhance the hardware like that. If I'm doing something particular for like a remix or a special version of a game, I want to do more of that. Um, you know, when I have time, I you think should, it's kind of fun. You should totally do a crazy Kong remix, a crazy Kong remix. <sighs> I mean, that's. <laughs> Just do it like the Donkey Kong remix guy did. Yeah, yeah well, we could talk to John. Probably oh, sure. he, he would make help him you. do it. Just make. And actually, I just give it to him. Give him the code and just have you tell him you'll run it on the Bitkin. It's yeah. the Donkey Kong code, but uh, when they did that, they took the Donkey Kong code and they just tweaked it to run on. In this case, Scramble hardware. Yeah, but they did some other stuff to it. Um, you know, because of the different you know restrictions on how much memory was available or how much code space they had so that first it's probably but, it's probably different enough it would be a real pain in the ass to port the dk oh, remix changes to crazy kong i right. played at Gringfest last year i played crazy kong more than any of the other games yeah because, <laughs> wow be, just because it was at, I don't know why it's I hadn't so played it before, weird. Yeah, but it is weird. so like you're in screwed another up. Dimension, yes. It is, and then it, like I'm no good at Donkey Kong anyway. Like my top score is like 75k. So like when I get into th- this, it's it makes me laugh. Not only is it hard, yeah. but it actually makes me laugh. And you get up to that third tier, and where the hammer is on this on that third tier, you can't get it like you can in the regular game. It's like out <laughs> of reach. It just taunts yeah. you and kills you. You just die. <laughs> yeah there's some there's some weird stuff to that game which is kind of yeah. fun i think i know it's totally awesome like the pie factory you can do in about 15 seconds yeah. if you time it right yeah. which yeah i or, tried that on the real dk and it doesn't work <laughs> i know it's seriously i think it's if you haven't played crazy kong it's uh, worth for, it it's definitely. totally worth it and and if you're a collector i would say get yourself uh get a, get a hold of a board set because yeah maybe go for the dedicated um because it's a little different crazy kong the dedicated version is different than the scramble version and then there's also i think a galax no scramble galaxy is the same but i thought there was another bootleg version too so there's like three or four different versions of crazy kong yeah i kind of want to build one with like a willis cpo and make it look all wacky I have one. Oh of those, yeah, I like have a Kong a Mar- gorilla. Yeah, build a Kong gorilla. Yeah, That's a, yeah. I have a crazy Kong marquee that looks like it was drawn by a five-year-old. Uh, it's a, it's terrible. It's the Adam worst actually artwork. Drew, drew yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> I drew it. Yeah, no. it's one of my better designs. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Aaron, Aaron, I have a nerdy question. Um, uh, along the the line of the different hardware platforms, so you've kind of done the Pack Galaxian. Hardware-based games. What other what other hardware platform ones have you done, and then which ones are maybe you thinking about doing? Going no, that's forward? a good question. That's a good question. Um, so far, we've got the SNK hardware that Nibbler and Fantasy and Pioneer Balloon, etc., runs on. We've got uh, Pack hardware, 
Right. Um, and we've got uh, Scramble Galaxian. So, yeah, fourth platform, I haven't really decided what it would be, but I'd like it to be something that I could get a number of games on, like pick up. That's the great thing about Scramble Galaxian is there's a ton of games that run on it or run on pretty similar hardware to it. Um, anything from Jump Bug, uh, you know, to um, uh, Anteater or, um, you know, even um, Frogger, you know, a lot of diverse stuff. So if I could find another platform like that, there's not a lot of choices. But um, once in a while, I look at Deco and I think, well, Deco is a oh, cool oh yeah, you know, there's a that lot would of be the, interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of dead uh, Deco. Like I have a. The Deco Burger Time with you know the cassette thing. I know they have the multi yeah. kits and stuff, but you have to revive the hardware. And yeah, to be honest, that's really low on my priority. But list, but those games are fun. So yeah, that would be a cool one. I know what MCR yeah. hardware would be great. Oh my god, MCR. Yeah, hardware. I think M- MCR would obviously be really good. And and there's a couple people over the last few years who I've talked to, just kind of here and there, have said they've been working on it, and oh, it just okay. hasn't hasn't come out. It hasn't like hasn't happened so i don't know if that's still going on i know that adam had talked about working on that after pole position got released oh Uh, oh could you could you help him on that please can i give you money to help him so so much i'd buy like 10 of them at this point i I, think hey i'm the one that keeps the interest list on the club (laughs) yeah put me down <laughs> and and there's another guy I've talked to too who's uh he's another FPGA uh professional. So I mean Ab, that's what Adam does for his job is he works with uh FPGA and and uh ASIC uh technology and there's another guy that does something similar who I've talked to on Facebook who's who said he's been working on it too but uh, it's a lot of work. I mean, anytime bringing something like this to market, even as uh, more of a DIY project, like with the cinematronic, cinematronic, cinematronic stuff that Toledo Flyer's been doing, um, uh, it's a lot of work. I mean, somebody, yeah. somebody named R.K. Jason, maybe I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I heard something what? like that too. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he heard, he's talking about. It. Yeah. I heard speak of that. So I don't know. Me so too. I think whoever does it, they've got a great deal. Uh, I think it'll be popular because. My, I think the only challenge would be there's a lot of different control panel stuff going on there. Tron's got like a, you know, it's got a big slide joystick. Tapper's got like levels, levers, and, you know, so you got to figure out how to make. I mean, J-Rock did a great job with the multi-Williams. I mean, those controls couldn't be different from game, more different I, from game to game. It's you it's know. just a Vaunt type thing with him. Like, like how did you figure yeah. out what this was going to be? And it's amazing. So, I mean, I think it could be done, but it's definitely, that's the harder part of it. Like the BitKit, I've kind of cheated. I've made sure that um, all the games on the BitKit are basic joystick, one or two button games. You know, right. there's no flight sticks, trackballs, spinners, anything mouse. weird. Mouse. mouse. Oh, wait. Keyboard. No, not mouse. <laughs> Did I say that? I'm sorry. So, I mean, I've kept it simple so that it was very modular and all the games fit that kind of pattern. But it's definitely a lot harder when you have tapper handles and a, and like a big blue neon flight stick for Tron, you know, so but I, I hope someone does because that hardware is um, is pretty uh, tough and it's getting yep. more expensive, everything's more expensive but I think the MCR stuff's getting pricey yeah, and we can't we can't all collectively throw our boards at CD Jump for eternity. Not forever. He's gonna get he tired at some point. One day. Yeah, and we're talking like journey boards right now are nine hundred thousand dollars. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. yeah, Tron is. 
probably at a minimum 350 these days. Yeah. Moon m- Moonwalker PCBs are uh, <laughs> wait no. <laughs> for the, well, first of all, uh, they're not MCR. <laughs> yeah, no. that's actually a uh, JAMA board. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, I have the MCR Moonwalker bootleg. It's uh, it's hard to play. Oh, I'm going to talk to you later. <laughs> you can have it. It's 800 bucks. <laughs> Untested. <laughs> I also was I also was pretty excited uh, about like uh, FPGA for vector stuff. Um, so I know that some, there there's the project that's out there right now for Tempest. I think Scott is his name. That's he's done Tempest Major Havoc. Uh, that's out there. So yeah. that that's been cool to see that. And then uh, like I said, Toledo Flyer picked up i think he picked up a project for the cinematronic stuff I, I can't remember really honestly if he picked it up or if he started it but anyway there's the cinematronics fpga that um the threads on claw it gets it gets updated pretty frequently that's more of a, i think um because there's so many different things that have to be wired into it and it's kind of complicated it's more a little bit more diy than just like being plug and play um, but sure. it's it's cool to see fpga in the vector realm because um that's another area that the boards can get really expensive. Like Major Havoc is what, like a twelve hundred dollar board. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, I had, the, I had the Major Havoc in in a Tempest conversion. Uh, Scott had sent me one for our Houston show in October last year, and it had the uh, the promised end or whatever, the one with the the updated levels, new levels at yeah. the end of it or whatever. So yeah, yeah the, he it's spot on, and then he's got all the other ones that go along with it. Well, wow. I, and I just want to say, FPGA is not exclusive to arcade stuff either. There is a company. No. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of companies out there. Retro USB. Um, they they do a, a version of the NES. Um, and then uh, there's another company called Analog that is doing some, Analog. Yeah. They're doing some awesome stuff. So they have uh, currently they have a new run of the NT Mini, which is their version of the NES. Uh, it's a it's a black. Uh, you know, they call it a noir edition. I think, it, it, and they're doing one final run. It, it's 500 bucks for that console, by the way. But yeah, that's a lot of yeah, money. It, but um, it does it does some other things that the original console does not do. So, uh, but I still think it's kind of high price when you compare it to uh, it, the uh, retro USB equivalent. Um, they also do a Super NT, which I just bought, which is a Super NES Super version. NES. And then they have a mega, no. uh, mega SG, which is the uh, oh Genesis. Genesis. Yeah. And then the yeah. newest one is going to be the Pocket, which is going to have two FPGAs in it and support. What? Yeah, two FPGAs, and it's going to support a multitude of like Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, all the Game Boys, uh, Atari Lynx, a bunch of stuff. Hmm. So for that stuff, though, I mean, the I guess is. Is the main motivation of buying those consoles, um, other than if they're moddable so you can load all your own uh, ROMs on them, uh, is, is it the HDMI output? Is that kind of the big deal? I think it is, but it's also the fact that, <clears throat> like, uh, if you look back to, for example, the, the analog pocket is going to be really cool because it's going to have a bigger screen. It's going to have a screen that isn't annoying to play, but you're going to have that same response that you would have on your Game Boy Color. Without the the lack of a backlight, so you're gonna have. Oh, a, okay. So it, it's more than yeah. So it's partly you know HDMI, uh, and, and also the pocket will all, uh, output HDMI. By the way, so you can use it as a sort of like a, a Nintendo Switch. 
Right, dock but, it with your television. That's yeah. a, is that a GBA and a Game Boy Color? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It, or is it, it not a GBA? It's Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. Um, oh, okay. Neo Geo Pocket, Atari Lynx, uh, and it's all engineered in two FPGAs with no emulation. So, well, they say I like the idea of the big screen for GBA because um, yeah. I've I've played one before and I never really I never really had portables until the Nintendo DS. Yeah. For whatever reason, I just kind of skipped over all that stuff. Yep. Um, but. I like on my desktop. I use like a forty-point font because you know my yeah. eyes are not that great. So that yeah. that little GBA screen was like, uh, I I couldn't. It was it's you can't. I couldn't see anything on it. Right. It's just way yeah. too small. I mean, if I was like twelve, it'd probably be awesome. But it, when yeah. I was like you know forty, I was like I can't play. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is a three and a half inch six six hundred fifteen PPI LCD. So it'll be a nice sixteen hundred by fourteen forty resolution. It's going to have a. a uh, an output for uh, uh, so you can put it on your big TV, so you can play your you can play your classic library in FPGA on a modern television, which is kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah. I think, yeah. and that's that's kind of what I'm after with like the bit kit. Uh, you can put it in your eyes machine, your nibbler machine, your Pac-Man machine, and you can have that same experience. Uh, the average gamer, um, even even well, the average gamer, even world record holders like Tim McVeigh don't know the difference, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's the goal always. It's always an improvement process, but you know, little things here and there. Um, but that's been my goal with you know when I add games is to get them as close as I can to exactly how the real hardware plays. Often I have the real hardware or I borrow it or I use it just so I can compare and study, go back and forth. And I try to have people that really know it well play it too. Um, so I was just about to put my second bit kit into my Pac-Man. I'm going to wait until my Bluetooth kit arrives. Okay. Uh, because I want to test it out and, and give a feed, give feedback on it to uh, listeners and, and whatnot. Is there any chance you could give the, you know, that more than a dozen listeners here a little coupon code or a, uh, a secret code word they could email with them. well I, do, I don't have a secret code or coupon uh with with my vendors but uh the price is going down slightly okay ten dollars from here on out so oh wow awesome what's it so every, everybody gets that benefit so the new bicket is 149 instead awesome. of 159 so it's nice. dropping by ten dollars. And nice. the original price was higher, right? Uh, the original price when it first came out was two twenty. Oh, and yeah. then over time, uh, you know, once I recouped my like uh, development investment, and once we got production costs a little bit lower, I've been able to just kind of lower the price. Um, and right now, I think one forty nine is going to be a good price for twenty twenty. So. Nice. That's a great price. I love it. You almost can't buy any Jamma or any kind of classic board for $150. Well, anymore, yeah. What the crap? bucks is like, 100 bucks is like Pit Fighter, you know. Right. And if oh, you want, like, right. a game. <laughs> I have, like, have Moonraker is like 500 bucks broken. Sorry. Moonraker. You keep saying Moonraker. <laughs> Damn it. I have had a lot of beer tonight. I want a Moonraker board. Untested Pit Fighter is $75. Oh, oh man. That Tested working pit fighter is a hundred dollars. Uh, Aaron, 
Aaron, I don't think you touched on it, but on the blue on the Bluetooth mod, is it a is it just a dongle that goes into the USB slot on the existing board? Oh or? well, it's actually a new. Okay, I'm gonna oh. try this again. Hey, I thought you were showing off your pecs. <laughs> <laughs> Impressive. No, it, it's a new it's a new um, module okay. right there. Oh, yes. so, oh, it's on board. Cool. So it's on board. It's just soldered right on board there. Um, replaces the USB jack completely. Oh, there's your pecs again. Oh, there they are. Oh, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron, does that does that Bluetooth uh, board, does it include the, the higher capacity flash already or what? It does, yeah. Okay. The, the new version has the higher capacity flash um, and, and the Bluetooth module. So those are kind of the two upgrades. Otherwise, it's identical to the existing board, so they're totally compatible. There won't be different firmware for different boards or anything like that. The, the BitKit Manager software for the desktop uh, figures out whether or not you have a USB or Bluetooth one, or if you have one of each, you can just go back and forth. You know, it can figure it out. So nice, very cool. Dude, yeah. uh, tell is, is tell the, our listeners. One hundred fifty dollar price is that on that board, or is, it, is this a different module, different price? Oh no, the the new version is is the one forty nine. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so are you going to drop the price of the old ones too? Well, the old ones, I'm at, there's none left of the old ones, so um, I, I have like I have like a small re- reserve stock, um, Me too. like of ten, like of ten, ten of them. But no, it's all Bluetooth from here on out. Um, I just got this shipment um, like early January, right before the coronavirus exploded. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so so they have coronavirus built in. Yeah. No, so dead. I. I I uh, I opened the box. I took a big huff of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't want to. That explains it. your five day migraine. <laughs> oh man, this, but, this migraine's uh, in my lungs somehow. <laughs> but it's been it's been forty five days now. Uh, since, no, yeah, it's been well, it's been about thirty five or forty days since I got them. And as far as I know, the virus only lives for nine days on surfaces. Right. Yes. So they're probably pretty safe. Plus, I wash them too. I wash them in an ultrasonic cleaner. So, so they get ultrasonic before they go out. So. Really. So I might die, but you guys will be okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, okay. that okay. is love, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. That is love. All right. So but let me yeah, just, so let me ask timing, you a question. Sorry, the, the timing was just so that um, I ran. I was running out of the USB boards, and I was like, "Well, if I'm going to make this change, I need to do it now." So I submitted these plans back in November, and I got the boards in early January, and the transition has just kind of smoothly happened where my vendors, Mike's Arcade, Arcade Shop, uh, Paradise Arcade, um, you know, they're pretty much out of stock of the old one. I think Paradise still has the USB one. Um, and uh, uh, but um, Adam's, Arcade, Adam's Arcade has one in stock. Who has one in stock? Ad- Adam's Arcade. Adam's Arcade. Yeah, Adam's Arcade uh, has actually two in stock. Oh, it's oh. Adam's. That's him. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. god, I've oh, got you're two so in stock. Clever, Adam. I have two in stock. Uh, they are currently a hundred and twenty nine dollars. Uh, <laughs> Do you have a coupon code? Yes, yes. I have What's a coupon, coupon code. The coupon code is <laughs> jerk off. Jerk and jerk and jerk. Well, well. Uh, it's getting late. I could tell. I'm starting to get punchy. What time is it? Yeah, it's almost nine. Almost. It's nine. almost eight o'clock in Denver. It is almost eight o'clock here. Yeah, it's hey. gonna be my bedtime soon because I've gone to bed at eight thirty every night this week. Because right, let's do it. So, do, okay. are you having a rave over there, 
Do you guys have like a dispensary <laughs> in your house? We turned the red light on. Cause yeah, like how how's it going? Like, does medical marijuana help with migraines? I don't know. That's a good question. It probably would. I don't know, but I don't want to have a migraine and be really paranoid at the same time. Yeah. Oh man. Or, so ju- or just don't care. Like. Yeah. You know. Well. It's, 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 uh, that's always that's always been my experience. It's been like, man, this stuff is great. You're like, holy shit, who is outside? <laughs> I'm <not> inside. <laughs> I don't want to jump out of this window, but <laughs> what if I did? My wife is like, shut up. <laughs> oh, shit, that's uh, funnier than hell. Oh, so even though it's completely 100% legal here in Colorado, um, yeah, it's like I, I've never even thought of it. It's, it's been since my 20s. So, yeah. you know. Well, you know, uh, that's good. Uh, so, what are we going to do on our arcade tour? Like, Mark, Aaron, we got to go up to Denver. I mean, John Jamish is up there. They got one up. They got Aaron Reed. They got Crafty Mac. Uh, as we get it's Parker. a short tour. I mean, my office oh. is it's like yeah. 12 by 12. Yeah. What, what I, was there, I was there last April. Uh, you remember that bomb cyclone you guys had last year? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was literally there that exact time. I was driving around a Kia Soul rental for work. Oh, no. The, the, oh, the lady oh. at the rental counter goes, do you want a four-wheel drive? There's a bl- huge blizzard coming. I was like, no, That's my company race. won't pay for that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I got the Kia Soul, and I was literally driving while it was coming in. Oh, I was trying to, get to, trying to get to John's. I couldn't make it. I ended up uh, going and seeing a uh, hyperspace with Zyla and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zyla's in in. A, in she's, she's in Vegas again now. She's yeah. She's move. She's moving there. I've, totally. Yeah. I think I'm gonna have her on the show. She yeah. I've been trying to get her on. She's like, no, I'm not ready. She's like, maybe when I get to Vegas, I'm like. It doesn't really matter. Like, what's going to change when you get to? We don't care about we'll, your location. Yeah, no. we'll, uh, I'll I'll beat on her a little bit. I had a good talk with her at uh, Grinkers, and we have a She's lot super of cool. yeah, we have a lot of uh, like ideas when it comes to running uh, our arcade establishments. So I'd love to to bend her ear tech for a tick and then and just hear that. But uh, yeah, uh, that's a that's a whole different episode. So that is wait before you wind up Adam, I have one last question for Aaron. Okay. Should Adam get an eye patch tattooed on his face? Let's see. Wow. No? Is that not a thing? An eye patch? I'd be like yeah, the board. Like a nice black eye patch right on his face, tattooed forever. What do you think? I think, I think it would add look at it, it would add some, uh, you know, you know. I think now seeing the watch, I would not say the eye patch, but like a monocle. Oh yeah, uh, like the Monopoly man, the Monopoly yeah. or the but, Mr. Peanut. But, but like a telescoping lens binocular, binocular. Okay. That's what you need. I think. Okay. Uh, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. A monocle. Yeah. And a cane. Yeah. Should I have a cane? Yes. Uh, cane's no. a bit much. Yeah, forget it. You no. Remember that episode of News Radio with uh, Phil Hartman and the cane? No. no okay, no. me neither. So uh, <laughs> I like, first of all, before we go, you have to tell yes. us how do we get these things. So uh, Paradise Arcade Shop, Arcade it's... Shop, uh, High Score Saves? Who, who else? Uh, no, not High Score Saves. Uh, it's going to be Arcade Shop and Mike's Arcade. Mike. Mike. I love Mike. Yes. Yeah, Mike's, Mike's my boy. Great. Mike's great. True High Score Mike also is uh, sells the TPG, and the arcade shop sells the TPG. Sweet. So you 
You can buy TPGs and BitKits on when either it, when site. Is, when is the price going to come down on the TPG? That thing's probably like 10 I love the TPG. Although I actually have taken one of the harnesses and used it like to fix oh, a, game. a game. Oh, I lo- do, do you make the harnesses as well? Like, where do those come I don't. Uh, I, they've come from various places. Mike's makes them. Yes. Um, Buffett used to make them. Awesome. Um, I think at one point. Buffett. Yeah. we got to have Buffett on this show. Well, if you do the show at about 3 a.m., Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, he'll be he'll, he can be on. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Not saying anything about that. but <laughs> He works nights. He works weird hours. Yeah. But, yeah. He'll be making a steak at 3 a.m. too as well. I just noticed. A nice milk steak with some jelly beans. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> First steak, you know. Yeah. <laughs> There's two or three uh, sitting. but You know who else we should have? We should have Debbie Corson Smith on from Denver. Because she's, Debbie Corson Smith. She's huh? a that? DJ there in town. Her daughter and her husband is like a pango master. Her daughter plays in all the tournaments. You guys, oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Oh, okay. They have a wow. they have a private pinball collection. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty cool. Oh. Huh. She's awesome. Uh, so uh, tell us, uh, can can we send? Where do we send our bit kits back to have them upgraded? <laughs> well, that I'll post the details about that on Claw when I kind of figure it out. Okay. Uh, I want to do it so it's not too expensive. You know, it'd be pretty cheap, like, you know, 25 bucks or something like that, you know, just so I have a little bit of money for the time. I'd probably play, um, I probably uh, shouldn't say this, but I'd probably pay 50 bucks. Oh, okay. I would go 40, but that's pretty good, 50. So if so, you do 40 and include, you know, if you do 50 and include shipping both ways. Yeah, I mean, it's 55 something along those lines. 55? Yeah, I can't, yeah, I don't want to settle on it yet, but I want to mm. make it cheap. So because I hate for people to uh, to be like, well, there's 40 games out now, but I can only put 32 of them on there, and I really want to put them all on there. Why did you put a small chip on the one that I bought? Yeah, Hey, Aaron, are you able to post the the part number like a DigiKey or Mauser part number for that yeah. for that flash chip if we oh, want yeah. to do our own? Yeah, it's a regular. Um, it's in fact that's where um, that's where I originally sourced them for my prototypes, so they should still be there. So yeah, I could definitely find it on DigiKey. And when I talk about this program, I'll post the part number too. Uh, it's a really easy chip to replace if you have um, either hot air mm-hmm. gun or uh, chip quick. If you've ever used chip quick, it's a slow melt, slow melt. It's a, it's a low temperature solder that takes a little bit extra time to set up so it stays liquid for like a second. So basically huh. you could touch it to all the legs and just kind of go around the chip until they're all kind of a little liquidy and then you can just push the chip right off. So it's really handy for taking off little parts that are SMD that are really hard to get off otherwise. Hmm. And then you just clean it up uh, with a desolder, uh, solder right. sucker or like a Hako desolder gun and then you can solder the new chip on there. But I have a Hako. I have a 301. It's so awesome. I do too. I can't reach it from here, but it's good. I, yeah, it's so funny. Like uh, when I was first starting on the hobby, you, you get that stupid spring-loaded thing, right? Pachunk, and it never works. You have yours right. Oh, right. Yeah. And then you upgrade to the Radio Shack bulb, and that's pretty. That works pretty well. Uh, if because if you tried the the spring-loaded one, that one literally does not suck. And then. <laughs> And yeah. then you're like, okay, well, I want to buy a Hacko. There, there you go. I want to buy the Hacko 301, but 
it's like a gazillion dollars. So I'm going to buy this cheap IUA from China. Yeah. Yeah. But, I got the. Oh, it's uh, Oh, you terrible. terrible. No, you did that. Oh. It, but it works. Yeah, it works. Those things are great. Yeah, they're worth their weight in gold. The uh, the problem with removing SMD parts with one of those is it it doesn't quite really get underneath the leg, uh, so it'll pull all the solder off, but the chip will still be there. And so it's really easy to force pads to rip pads with SMD with a hot go like that. So that's why the hot air or um, chip quick is just a really easy, reliable solution. Okay. So I do that with a chip quick, and then I use the Hako afterwards just to clean up the pads ah. and suck up the extra solder. Ah, bye. And then a little isoprofol to make it nice and neat, and then put the new chip on there and solder nice. it on. Aaron, uh, that chip quick, it is, it's not a flux. It's an actual solder, you said? Yeah, it's an actual solder. Uh, it's really ex it's it's expensive by weight compared to regular solder. So when you see it like on eBay or Amazon, it's this little tiny spool. It doesn't look like a lot, but you only need just a little bit for each job that you're doing, and it's brittle. So you ha it, it's not bendy like solder. You kind of break off a piece. And uh, one of my dad's favorite expressions, by the way, I've got to go break off a piece. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, oh, <laughs> so, God. the other big one was, uh, I've got to go drop some knowledge. <laughs> I'm writing these yeah. down right now. Okay. Uh, with, with, with that, uh, stick around with us after the uh, outro. Aaron will say officially goodbye, but I think we're going to wrap it up, you know. I gotta go break off a piece of knowledge or something. Uh, <laughs> I'm not really sure what the how the saying goes. Oh, Mark, do you have your show notes ready? Show notes are prepared in people's names next to the shit. <laughs> okay, well, thanks again for listening in on the Double R's. That's the Arcade Radio. Like us on Facebook.com/slash Arcade Radio, or check out our semi-regularly updated blog at ArcadeRadio.com. That's R. C-A-D-E-R-A-D-I-O dot com. Nice. <laughs> Call and leave comments and questions on the game line. That's 612-548-GAME or 4263 for those that cannot spell. <laughs> Subscribe to our YouTube channel and click the notification bell so you'll know when we're going to stream live. You can also subscribe to the podcast on Anchor.fm, iTunes, Google Play, music and wherever podcasts are streamed that's gonna be it for our show from the arcade radio team we hope you had a great time and we'll see you next episode uh, Aaron man you rock that <laughs> and this is where we take off our pants oh wait no 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 it's a joke it's a joke <laughs> I didn't tell him before. Oh, oh. Ah. Oh. What? <laughs> what? What's happening? <laughs>